Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 521, recorded live on Sunday, July 16th, 2017. And here are your hosts, the man who is still the same age as he was last week, Dave Play. Hi! And the man who was one year older than last week, Andy Lowe. Hi. Really? Like, I, I get what you're saying, right? You had your birthday this week. Your your age measured in years is older. But you aren't a year older than you were a week ago. You're a week older than you were a week ago. I'm a week older than I was a week ago. You know what's funny? Huh? I specifically said that in order to just rile you up a little bit. God damn it, Andy. <laughs> I knew that was going to be coming, and I'm just like, ooh. ooh. Fucking A. April Fool's was three months ago. <laughs> you don't need to keep doing it. Uh, Welcome to another episode of RA Podcast, where Andy pushes Dave's buttons. You push my buttons, too, every once in a while. When? Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> every time we talk about baseball. Why do I even ask? It's Sunday. Happy birthday, by the way, from, from last week. Happy Thank birthday. Uh, it's Sunday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is what, Sunday. Why, why are we recording on a Sunday? Because you had a picnic on yesterday. I had a picnic, and so did you. Yes. How was your picnic? It was good. It was good. We got there around 4, didn't get back home till 10-something, so it was nice. Cool. Did you have lobster at yours? Uh, we, we actually stopped serving the steak and lobster. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, that, that was a thing for many years. The meal was steak and lobster. Um, this time, what were there? There were like four or five different food stations. Um, there was one called Soul Food, but it was spelled S-E-O-U-L-E or S-E-O, well, however South Korea's capital is. Mm-hmm. Like the Seoul, right, in South Korea. Uh, and so it was a lot of Korean food, but it was, it was really damn tasty. So there was a, there was a almost burger, but it was like a piece of, of steak, um, with some some spicy mayo and some good seasoning and some onions. Uh, they had bibimbap. They had five-spice candied bacon, which was really good. <laughs> uh, there was one called the Scani Shack, which is Wisconsin food, because it's Wisconsin Scani, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Let's Taco About It. It was tacos. Oh, okay. And there was the uh, the smokehouse for, for like, rib and and um, buffalo wings. Bar- it wasn't buffalo wings, because it wasn't buffalo sauce. It was barbecue wings. Uh, and they also had Spreckers on tap and were making root beer floats. So there's, a, I think, just, just the thing... There's a lot of dad jokes with, you know, food things now. Are, has your dad joke sense been, like, building? Is that what's going on? Has my dad joke sense been building? I feel like it's always been high. I just needed a, <laughs> I needed an outlet. <laughs> okay. I see. Yeah. No, there there are many puns in... in there. I think there's a subtle difference between a pun and a dad joke, though. I... Mm, I don't know. Is that like all dad jokes or puns or? Or even maybe like, well, see, the thing is like it, it has to be if it's a pun, it has to be one that a kid could understand. Right. That's the point of a dad joke. It's a joke for the kid. It's a lame joke for the kid. But it's still it's oh, still because like when I think of dad joke, I think of the like, hi, my name or hi, I'm dad or whatever right let's be like i'm something hi i'm something. bored I'm, hi bored yeah. i'm dad right like that's not a pun no yeah that's just a that's definitely a that's dad like, joke though that's like the archetype of a dad joke right yeah yes so i i don't know like these jokes the ones that that we made about the food i don't feel like those are dad jokes they're puns right let's talk about it mm-hmm oh Food trucks so where everybody's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, that was the food. Um, oh, and then there was the the candy shack, which was all the desserts. So like half moon cherry pies, half moon apple pies, um, brownies, cupcakes, and you know like fourteen thousand people. Well, did you did you have fun? I did. I did. We had a good time. Uh, Laura held a baby bunny. Oh, there is a little petting zoo, and so there were baby chicks and baby ducks and baby bunnies and baby pigs and some ponies and some horses. And then just next to that was the construction petting zoo, which is the more fun one for me. <laughs> oh, that's the one with the the like. <laughs> they have a backhoe. They have a a dump truck. They have a. <laughs> 
like huge, huge construction equipment that you were welcome to like walk up to and get in because why not? Yeah. You know, the ones where like the tires are five and a half feet tall. I can, I think I could beat you on this though. Hold on. Let me pull up my boss's Facebook page. It's not a competition. Why, why do you have to beat me at it? It. All right. Copy image. That work? Yes, it did. Okay. Driveatank.com. Yes. Did someone drive a tank onto their car? Yes, that was part of that was one of the bonus features of Drive a Tank. You the he's doing something with World of Tanks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you could purchase tickets to drive a tank and then if you wanted to, you could spend some crazy amount and actually, you know Crush a car. Crush a car with a tank, yeah. Cute. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting there like, why the heck is my boss in Minnesota? Oh, because <laughs> he's driving a tank. Yes. Nice. Do you know what today is, by the way? Uh, July 16th. It is National Ice Cream Day. National Ice Cream Day. Hmm. Is there anybody doing anything special around here? Well, we have a ice cream parlor out here called The Chocolate Shop. They are doing their flavor unveiling today. They, they make one new flavor a year. Uh, the options for this year, if I can find them... Uh, events. New flavor release party. Here we go. Uh, sweet chai of mine, sticky bun, and everything nice. Yeah, MLive says that there's just the... Andy, the, the ice cream called everything nice is chocolate ice cream with cinnamon and cayenne pepper and chocolate pieces. Why would you put cayenne pepper in ice cream? Are you kidding? Chocolate and, and spicy is delicious. I will remind you, the first one I mentioned is sweet chai of mine, which is a chai ice cream with fudge swirls and chocolate chunks. Which would you rather have? I don't know. I'd rather have the everything nice, although I'd really rather have the sticky bun, cinnamon ice cream with caramel ribbons and pecans. <laughs> that just sounds amazing. I also have a friend who is doing a uh, ice cream making party. She is making, I think, 18 flavors of ice cream today. Hmm. We saw things at Meyer. That was a uh, make your own ice cream and no ice cream maker required. Mm-hmm. Looks like you just pour some type of liquid into there and then you whip it up and then... Uh, you freeze it. Okay. I mean, you could do the same thing with um, liquid nitrogen. Yes, also true, yes, but liquid nitrogen is not easy to... Oh, I'm sure you could get some. Kate's got to know where to get liquid nitrogen from. Or is that just like a generalization of all chemists? <laughs> that I, I think I, I might have just made a stereotype about chemists. <laughs> all chemists know where to buy chemicals. Come on. There's just like that that secret chemist store that only the chemists know about. Mm, totally. Yeah. So, uh, should we stop talking about food and talk about topics? I I guess we can. Maybe I don't know. I've been playing with a Raspberry Pi Zero. Well, that's fun. Surprisingly tiny. Well, yes, because it's the Raspberry Pi Zero. Yes. One one word of caution to anyone though who is thinking of getting a Raspberry Pi Zero. It is a tiny HDMI port, so you need a a converter for that, and it is only micro USB ports. So when you try to plug in a keyboard or a mouse, you need an adapter for that. And of the two micro USB ports, one of them is for power. So it only has one micro USB port and one mini HDMI port. That's it. So make sure you buy some adapters. Adapters and hubs. Yep. Hubs that have their own separate power supply. Well, assuming it needs to be powered. Not all hubs need to be powered. Not all devices need to be powered. A no, keyboard but... and mouse should be fine in a single hub. Yeah. They, they don't draw a whole lot of power. So there's that. Oh, and one other thing. Other cool things that happened this week. I did not need a C-wire for the Nest. Oh, okay. Sweet. They, they actually say that um, in most cases, it does not need a C-wire. Well, that's good to know because we don't have a C-wire here either. Yep. They say very rarely do you actually need a C-wire. All right. So I, in, I installed a Nest. So how are you powering the Nest then? Is it a battery that you plug in there or what? So they, they have an internal battery. Okay. And it just draws to recharge the battery whenever it needs to. Okay, so when it actually turns on, it pulls the power from when the furnace is running. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, and in fact, like it, it pulls enough power even when the furnace isn't running, running to power itself. Oh, 
Okay. Because even when the furnace isn't on, it's still hooked into the electric network. Yeah, but I thought that the, um, the thermostat only gets the power from when the furnace is actually running, unless I'm completely wrong on my HVAC, which could I, be. I think you might be wrong on your HVAC, Andy. <laughs> I, I can literally say I am not HVAC certified, so. Right. Neither of us is HVAC certified, no. um, but it, it worked fine. It was relatively easy to install. The hardest part was figuring out which of the fuse box fuses I needed to turn off so that I didn't, you know, electrocute myself while putting it in. Did you do the classic somebody upstairs and? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, I did. I had Laura stand in the room and I said, how about now? How about now? And the the thing that I realized is I, I turned off both to be safe, but turning off the room lights did not turn off the thermostat because the thermostat isn't wired into the room. No, it's wired into the furnace. You have to turn it's off wired the into the furnace. So I have to make sure I'm turning off the furnace, not the room. I turned off both just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I found ours uh, like half of our upstairs is uh, wired on the same circuit. Ooh. Yeah, it's like the bathroom and a couple of the rooms upstairs are all on the same circuit. And I'm like, well, now I know why, you know, when you had somebody over here and they used a hairdryer, it blew the hair, it blew the fuse. Blew everyone. Yeah, because it's everything put together. That doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, no, the electrical in this house is old. Yeah, it's just so, like, that is an expensive thing to try and fix. Yes. Even, you know, and especially since you'd have to, you know. You have to tear down some of the wall. That and you have to have it, uh, I think, electrical. You have to pull a permit to get that done. And so you have to have somebody who's certified for it. Yep. And so, you know, can't really do that on my own and be legal. No, 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 no. Our, uh, our, the, the previous owners of this house decided to ignore that a little bit and did some of their own wiring. And so when we did the inspection... <laughs> Before we purchased the house, the guy was like, you need an electrician to look at this. I'm like, why? He's like, because this isn't legal. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, crap. <laughs> yep. So. So, okay. Now, I think we've gotten all that out of the way. Now we can get over to our, t- well, I wanted to make sure, because like Nest is, is important. I think we talked about it on the show last week. I think we did. You mentioned like, make sure you have a C-wire. And so I want to make sure that we clear it, like clarify that and say like, well, I didn't have a C-wire, but you don't usually need one, so don't let that stop you. All right. I'll and check with your mind. power company and see if they have some sort of incentive, because my power company gave me a $75 rebate. Nice. Actually, it wasn't even a rebate. They gave me – this was really cool. I, I really like how Nest has done this. They gave me a $75 coupon for Nest. Oh. So when I purchased the Nest, it was $75 cheaper. Well, do they do that for the other brands as well or no? Uh, there are ways you can get that from for other brands, but this was just built in to the system. Because I'm not looking at a Nest. I would be looking at one of the Echo Bees, but that's me. That's just because it's cheaper or... Um, the Echo B has a secondary um, temperature oh, monitor. The, the other monitor, yeah, yeah. But that's only really good if you have um, multi-zone heating and cooling. That, or you know, I want to set the temperature to be you know sixty-eight at night. But you know, I'm upstairs, and so yeah, actually, the upstairs is normally three or four degrees warmer than the downstairs. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's. It'd be nice to actually have it in different parts of the house so it knows, you know, what, you know, what temperature it needs to be at the places it needs to be. Okay. Granted, but I don't I know if, it, like, will it still be, will it just be colder than what you set it downstairs and still a little warmer than what you set it upstairs? Like, is it going for the average? I don't know. I haven't looked into it that much because I didn't have a C-wire and I thought I needed that. So I'll have to, uh, I'll have to, to take a deeper dig into that one. I mean, you can just have someone come and look. Right. Most HVAC places are not going to really charge for just looking. Uh, I think ours did. Oh, well, I don't remember, though. It's been a while since we had to call them in. But speaking of heating and cooling, though, Google is dipping their toe into HVAC stuff. Oh, we're starting topics. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is it let's be clear. Is it Google or Alphabet? Because if it's Google, why the fuck did they make Alphabet? Um, Well, I think this is from... I think this might be from the X Labs. Which is part of Alphabet. Okay. So it's it's not Google, right? We want to be clear. I mean, it's it's the company that owns Google and that was created from within Google. But Google is the search. Yes. Google is the internet website. Okay, so this should be... the internet be, website. 
instead of calling it Google Dandelion, I should have called it Alphabet Dandelion. I think it's just called Dandelion. Oh, is it just called Dandelion? That's the name of the startup. It's not like this is the, the Google Home or Google Chromecast. This is not a Google product. It's a different company. Yeah. Started up by the, the X Labs from Alphabet. Just in case you're wondering, it's dandelion.co. Okay, so it is dandelion. Yes. And dandelion wants to do... Geothermal heating and cooling. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So in case anybody wants... Ge- geothermal is actually uh, uses the earth itself to regulate temperatures. Right. You have to dig a pretty deep hole for that, though. Well, normally, yes. Normally, it has to be wells that like, are a thousand feet down. Well, I... Really? Yeah. That's a very, very long way down. That is much deeper than I thought. Because, like, if you only do it, like, 15 feet down, the ground is pretty cold in the winter, 15 feet down. Yeah, no, you'd have to get below the frost layer. Yeah, that's six feet. Thus, six feet under, right? Yeah. That's the whole point of burying people six feet well, below the ground. Sometimes the frost layer is actually deeper than that. I think sometimes it's down 15, 20 feet. That, well, the further north you go, yeah. and the more of the year it is cold, yes. De- but through the majority of the continental U.S., six feet is pretty... I mean, you know, go to, like, Florida, I'm pretty sure the frost layer is, like, two inches all right, looking at geothermal heat pumps, yada, yada, yada. Um, seasonal variations drop off with the depth and disappear below 23 feet to 39 feet due to thermal inertia. So it uh, looks like most of the time they drill down 50 feet normally. <clears throat> yeah, so deep vertical deep? systems are, okay, so some of them are 100 feet if they're just straight down. Shallow ones Yeah, yeah are, I, I can't imagine that most of them are 1,000 feet down. No. That seems a little extreme. No, but yeah, 100 but, to 500 feet down is still... Yeah, it's still way deeper than I'm going to get to dig. Also, like, what are they going to do with places like this where where about four feet below the soil, it's rock? I don't know. Is this something they're designing for home or for, like, small office? I think they're designing this for homes. This is crazy. Oh, just so you're wondering, uh, Dandelion has set up as an independent company outside of Alphabet. In the same way that Waymo is. Yeah. So it's not still owned by Alphabet? Are you sure? I don't know. Let's see. I know Dandelion it says Energy it's, it's the latest one spun off into its own company, but I, I mean, that's still, it's still going to be owned by Alphabet. Corporate structures are so confusing. Yes. Well, between that and the, uh, the new solar tile roofing, you'd be able to get a pretty like energy efficient house. Let's well, see. You okay, so you economics. Sorry, economics of geothermal. I'm just a uh, generic thing here. Payback period for replacing electrical heating in the U.S. is four years if you install geothermal. No way. No way. Bullshit. Not if they're saying what they say in this article where it costs twenty thousand dollars. You're not going to save twenty thousand dollars in four years from your heating bill. No. Let's be clear: if your heating bill is twenty thousand dollars, you have a problem or a very large building. <laughs> oh, I think this is also. Um, hmm. Granted, we've got natural gas here, and according to this chart, uh, it'll take twelve years to <laughs> pay back the system if you know we're using natural gas here. So yeah. I don't know. Granted, we've also got a pretty high water table in this area, so I don't know if we'd actually be able to drill down that far without hitting water. And I don't know how geothermal deals with water. Maybe it's better. Um, Who knows? I mean, it's going to be more conductive for the heat, right? Yeah. Yeah, like what if you're at the water table? (laughs) I don't... What we need to do is find a geothermal expert and bring them on and just pepper them with questions. Andy, what I need you to do... I'm I'm going to be a bit busy. No, nah, man, you're going to have so much free time. Oh, yeah, so much free time. Actually, uh, judging from, from what I've been chatting with two other new fathers, you are going to have more free time than you know what to do with. You just won't be able to do most things. Because what's going to happen is baby's going to cry. You are going to change baby's diaper. Baby will continue to be uncomfortable. You will hold baby in one arm. And just slowly rock baby. And then your other hand will be free and your brain will be free. So I'll be tethered. Correct. Okay. My friend has played more Civilization VI in the last month and a half since his (laughs) child was born than he has played previous to that since the game's release. 
It's a game that he can stop at any point in the middle of whatever action he's doing. He can just walk away from the computer. No problems. No, wait, I just need to do this one thing. Nope, you just get up and walk away. Now, that's after the first week. During the first week, you're just going to be exhausted. Yeah. So have fun. Yay. Yay. Babies. Mm-hmm. Adorable, adorable babies. All right, what else? We got Dandelion. We've got Google moving into the, um, the, the I guess, heating and cool. They're going into HVAC now. Yep. Okay. Uh, two-factor authentication, also from Google, if you use the two-step verification. Uh, I have some people who do because they don't have the uh, Authenticator app on their phone. Yep. So they because they don't have a smartphone. Yep. So they've been receiving the two-factor codes via SMS. Yep. And they which, won't be able to. Nope. They're they're stopping that. Yeah. So now I'm wondering what I'm what am I supposed to do? Because they, they don't, don't have, have a smartphone. They don't have a smartphone. Um, print out a bunch of one-time codes for them. Oh, oh, users can also decline Google's invitation to use mobile prompts and continue to use one-time SMS codes. Okay, even though it's less secure. Yes. Yep. U- users that utilize security keys will not be invited as security keys are considered more secure solutions for protecting accounts. Okay, so I'm not going to have to worry about this because I've got the Authenticator app, which uses the security keys. All right. Just all, everybody that I've got set up with two-factor authentication with SMS codes will have to make sure that they know not to turn on the mobile sign-in. All right. Well, it's smart, though, that they're doing that because they say, yep, no, there's a there's a problem here with the SMS codes. So for some people, we're going to update them. All right. Google says it will reinvite users to join the mobile prompt program after six months. All right. That's good to know. Oh, I don't even have my phone over here, <laughs> which is fine. I don't need my phone. Are you sure? Yes. OK. What else do we have? Amazon. Okay, I I like this. This is this is amazing. Speaking of of phones and of Google and of communication and two step verification through SMS, uh, there is rumored to be another contender for the messaging and communication industry. Oh, jeez. Amazon what? has decided that it's a good idea to make their own messaging app. <sighs> You can't see it, but my head is in my hands, shaking back and forth, because goddamn why? <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> I, I can't even remember at this point all of the messaging apps that I have tried and that I know people on. Why? Right. Just, just why? What good do they think is going to come of this? What what is their their purpose? What are, what are they trying to get out of it? Trying to get people to buy more Echoes? I don't know. But what? Like, am I going to be able to go Alexa text Andy? I don't see how this integrates with the the Echo ecosystem. I don't know. Amazon keeps wanting to be an ecosystem, and it's not. And it should stop and focus on what it is. Amazon is not an operating system. Amazon is a store. They need to remember that that's what they are. They are a store. Everything that they do should keep that in mind. The Echo, brilliant, because it's a store. It's your connection into Amazon. But this, this I do not understand. I also don't want to have to add another goddamn messaging service. (laughs) There's just too many of them. Do you, let's see, on my phone, ready? Ready? Basic messaging service, SureSpot, Telegraph, uh, me- Facebook Messenger, which I've never opened and never planned to open. Instagram kind of is a messaging system, not a very good one. I don't have Snapchat, but I know a lot of people who use it. Uh, Google Hangouts. I have previously used AOL Instant Messenger, Yahoo Instant Messenger, Jabber, Discord I have on my phone. I mentioned Telegraph, right? Yes. Okay. I think that's... Oh, no. Text Free and GroupMe. No Slack? No. Isn't Slack like for corporate environments? We've got ours set up for the curling club uses Slack for their stuff. Oh, nope. No Slack. Do not cut Slack. (laughs) Dad joke. You're welcome. Sorry, I got distracted by more Disney news. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of Disney news, more updates on this Star Wars hotel. Yes, Star Wars Hotel, the the like Galaxy's Edge or something. Um, we talked about how Disney had been playing around with this idea and thinking about this idea, and maybe possibly they were going to do it. 
Uh, it sounds like it's it's pretty well set that it's going to happen. So they will provide costumes, which is to say you'll dress up as the Star Wars universe. Um, all the windows of the hotel will not look outside. They will look out into the galaxy because the hotel is a starship. Okay. So they're going to be spending a lot of money on projectors and computer screens. Yeah. And I like this is this is interesting. This is you go to this hotel as the vacation, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the point. This is not a hotel to stay at while you do other things. Going to this hotel is this is your vacation. This is what you're doing. And I wonder if that's going to be like the new thing or will that just be Disney's new thing or what? Well, a lot of everybody's kind of doing a more immersive thing right now where, you know, even the rides, you know, you're not supposed to have lines anymore for the rides, especially, you know, now that you're doing like the fast passes and the scheduling and a lot of other sort of stuff there. If everyone has a fast pass, no one has a fast pass. Well, yes and no, because then you don't actually have to stand in line. You've already scheduled your time. So it's like, okay, you arrive at your time. So you don't have the three hour wait to go on the Kong ride because nobody wants to do that. The Kong ride? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It was a thing when we went down to Universal Studios, they just opened the King Kong immersive oh, ride. King Kong. Yeah. Got it. This guy can feel um, like Konga, like Donkey donkey Konga. I didn't know Nintendo let them do that. No. Um, they they, they want to try and like make it so you're not actually waiting. Like you're just okay. So yes, you're technically waiting for the ride, but you're actually in like in a little immersive area, and you're just waiting for your little like pager to go off or something like that. So you're actually doing other things other than just standing there. You Although know, those you, other things usually involve shopping. Yes, and spending money or food right. or other things, yeah. Right. So let's let's think of it. Let's be clear. Let's not even think about it. Let's just be clear who that benefits most. Walt Disney. Right. Yeah. That is not for the guests. That is for Disney. Disney looked at it and said, like, man, people are spending, like, three hours in line when they could be spending that time in shops. Yes. What can we do about that? Let's give them virtual lines to stand in mm -hmm. so that they can actually go wait in the shops. Because you're not going to get on another ride in that time, right? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on maybe. if the wait's I mean, long enough. Yeah, but it would suck to be on the other ride when your number gets called. True. So you just got to plan accordingly. Oh my gosh, there's so much freaking news coming out of D23. What is D23? D23? You, really? You don't know what D23 is? Not offhand. Disney? Yes, Disney's official fan club is called D23. Why? Uh, D23 stands... D stands for Disney, and 23 yeah. stands for... 23? 1923. Okay. I assume you know that's why? like when Disney started. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Dave fails at Disney trivia. Dave, for a long time, was fairly anti-Disney. I could see that, yes. So yeah, every two years they hold a D23 Expo, normally in, I think it's in California. So every two years, you know, Disney comes out and basically says, hey, look, hey, all you Disney fans, this is what we're doing. So they have, you know, they just have panels and booths and shops and everything else like that. So yeah, during the panels, they've been talking about all the new things there. I see. So for those of you who, who actually care about Disney, there's inf what what other information is coming? I did see something about Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph 2. They did some stuff for the live action Aladdin. They showed some Last wait, Jedi Wait, 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 stop. They're making a live action Aladdin? Yes, they are making a live action. For some odd reason, I guess Disney has run out of ideas and they said, hey, remember all those animated movies you watched as a kid? A- no one asked for it. B, no one wants it. C, how dare they do that to Robin Williams? Oh, oh, you want to know what's better? Do you know who's actually playing the genie? Vin Diesel. No. Damn. Who? Will Smith. Different comedy, different style. I am not pleased. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, God damn it, no. 
But yeah, no, they they had Wreck-It Ralph 2 footage, Incredibles 2 footage, Star Wars footage, Infinity War footage. Uh, there's going to be a Toy Story world. There's going to be a uh, immersive superhero universe now at some of the California Adventure Park. There's going to be a Tron ride coming to Walt Disney World, Guardians of the Galaxy ride, going coming to Epcot Center, Ratatouille as well. Hmm. So yeah, no, there's... Uh, it's a lot of news coming out of there, all really, you know... Man, Disney is huge if you think about it. Like, all the things that they're talking about. Star Wars, Avengers. Uh, damn, Disney. Damn. And nothing original. <laughs> just want to point out. Just want to point out. Nothing original. I'm trying to think of the last original Disney things. There was probably the the Good Dinosaur. Was that the last original? Um, okay, so they're coming out with a wrinkle in time. But no, that's uh, Coco, maybe? What? It's an animated movie about the land of the dead, very Mexican sort of thing. Uh, here we go. Yeah, list of Disney's Walt, Pit- Walt Disney picture films. Okay. Moana was new. True. That was true. That And very good. Yes. Although the fact that it took you that long to come to the answer. Well, that was know. the latest one. Before that, it was um, Zootopia before that yeah. and The Good Dinosaur before that. Yep. All right, so they still have some new ideas, but God damn it, stop going through the vault and saying, let's like, let's, I want, ooh, ooh, is it? No, it can't, it can't be. What? I was going to say, is it copyright? Like, are they trying to renew the copyright? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good for like 150 years anyway. So what's another 20 to 30 added onto it? But like, they, they could claim that it refreshes the copyright. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, no, <laughs> They still have some good ideas, yes. They do, they do. But, there's but they a, are also, why are they remaking, okay, god damn it. Like this what? wasn't even Pir- on the list Pirates, of topics. Pirates 5, Cars 3. This wasn't even on the list of topics. No. And we've spent plenty of time talking about it now. And I'm my my blood pressure continues to rise. We should move on. Okay. Uh, did you it's, see the announcement? Unless announce you are, the next... like, again, trying to specifically evoke certain no. emotions. No, 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 no. Okay, are you a Doctor Who fan? Yes. Ish. They just announced the new Doctor, literally, yes. like, this half morning. hour ago. Well, more than half hour. We've been recording for at least a half hour. Okay, so since about, like, 11.30, so a couple hours. A couple hours ago. Yeah, yes. what about it? Jodie Whittaker. Yep. Who is, most importantly... Female? For... Right. <laughs> like... And, you know, it, it's it's this weird, weird situation to be in. Like, do you celebrate that it's female, it being the doctor, not the person? Calm down. Or do you sell, do you not and be like, well, of course, like, that's how it should be. That should be the norm that it doesn't matter if it's male or female. I'm I am of the favor of celebrating. But I like I know a couple of people who are like, yeah, stop celebrating that. It's good, but it shouldn't be like. It, we, we want to normalize it. We want to treat this as a normal thing. Are those the same people who say that we don't need a Black History Month anymore? I have not asked them about their thoughts on that. <laughs> because I feel like that's along the same line. It's like, really? We, we don't need a Black History Month because, you know, that's just supposed to be normal? Except that it's... Right, like, that's the thing. Like, it's supposed to be normal, except it's not. No. And, and, you know, eventually, hopefully it will be, but it's not. Like, be realistic right now, and it's not. Yeah, it's... So I don't know. Yeah, Theoretically, yes. We should not be... Be like, oh, yep, no, it's just a new doctor. And that should be the end of the story. But in today's society, we kind of have to point this one out a little bit. It's like, good. This is the first female doctor. Yes. Sort of. Yes, they're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sort of yes it it is the first female doctor it is not the first female gallifreyan time lord no i think i don't know all of the lore of the idea there's I'll a couple to, episodes yeah i'll talk i'll talk to brad at work brad i think is actually now doing his own time lord podcast as well okay because like river was mostly a time lord kind of um there was the episode of called the doctor's daughter which i really hope we eventually see more of that was a really good episode (laughs) yep no surprise on the galactic network podcast that he does he's already posted the youtube video for the reveal yep sweet i haven't seen it yet 
Oh, hey, speaking of Aladdin, they cast the, the people. Yep. That's what I'm telling you. Like, that's the... Oh, Disney. Laura is pointing out there were women on the Gallifreyan High Council. So there there were indeed female Time Lords, but... Yes. But never a female doctor. No. Like, this character has never been female. No, which is funny, because they were talking about how there was only supposed to be 13 doctors. Yeah! I don't... <laughs> shush. I... Uh, that was an artificial restriction that they added at the beginning of the show, and then later yeah, on, and then I, I then I oh, think didn't they idea. didn't they regenerate him and tell him like they didn't they didn't give him a number this next time after they regenerated him again? Yeah, it, it's weird. So somebody's probably going to explain this. I mean, for goodness' sakes, these are the same show writers who do Sherlock, which <laughs> right wibbly wobbly. We we just kind of hand wave it away. Magic. Yeah. Oh, no. Who changed their showrunner? Okay. Well, that's good. Well, Stephen Moffat left like two seasons ago. All right. All right. Uh, what else we got, Andy? There's plenty of stuff out here. Why is there a Microsoft 365 thing? Microsoft has decided to Someone, com- go ahead. combine Office and Windows together. So when yeah. you buy your Windows, you it get Office. Office. Yes. The problem is you don't actually buy Windows. You're just renting it per user per month. Is this for home or for, like, enterprise? This is for businesses and enterprise. Okay. Because, like, that's a whole different pay scheme, right? Yeah. That is, that is Microsoft for enterprise is very different than what you or I am going to purchase. Yes. Granted, now, can we even buy Office or can we only buy Office 365? I don't know. I've never uh-huh. looked. I got Office for free because I'm a student. Microsoft Products Office for Home. Plans and pricing. Here we go. Oh, you can still buy Office Home and Student 2016 for $150 one-time purchase. But that gets you just Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and OneNote. Yep. Which, granted, that's what most people just need. Right. <laughs> tell, tell me a home user who needs Microsoft Access. <laughs> that's true. Think he's got a, a, a typical, access database? Typical home user. Granted, I'm sitting here slowly taking SQL courses online. Yeah? Slowly. When okay. I have free time at work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the the laughter about free time at work? Yeah. Not not really a thing. Well, this week has been because nobody planned on me being there this week. And uh, I didn't really want to start many major projects this week. Yeah. So this week really? has actually something, been... Something coming up that you might have to take some time off for? Yeah. So this week, yes, I can say that this week has been pretty light. Nice. But, you know. You, you know, like, I literally teach a class on SQL, right? Probably, yes. Like, one of the things that I teach is how to write SQL queries. Well, yeah, no, I've been I've been learning that though because our uh, our automation software uses uh, Postgre okay for their Ugh. database for everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Because it's it's like nasty. It's also free though. Yes, but it does some really weird things. Yes, that's what I've been finding out, especially when I've been trying to look for Postgre specific training. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh, my SQL training. I'm like that's get me about seventy five. Yeah, it gets me most of the way there. But everybody's got their just their little twerks. Yeah, tweaks. Did you say their little twerks? Yes. Is, is that tweaks a, and quirks together? Yeah, I was gonna say like that's a combination of tweak and quirk, right? Cause, yes, because that's not what a twerk is. No, you're right. Twerking is something completely different. <laughs> Now for something completely different. <laughs> Andy twerk. Nope. Nope. We're nope. not going there. Not going there. Oh my God. I actually, I've been learning a little bit of SQL myself lately. I've been toying around with the group by clause mm. and, and all the stuff you can do in the group by clause. Evidently there's more to do in the group by clause than just grouping. So speaking of home and office and students and, you know, Microsoft office and that sort of thing there. Yeah. According to research by MSU, uh, research suggests that laptops do not enhance classroom learning. In fact, students would be better off leaving their laptops in the dorm room during classes. Um, there's a weird middle ground. Because yes, I, I fully agree that having a fully functional laptop with internet access in, in the general case will not enhance classroom learning. 
Yeah, although computers used during classes may create the illusion of enhanced engagement with the course content, it is more often reflects engagement with social media, YouTube videos, instant messaging, and other non-academic content. And is anyone surprised? But at the same time, I take better notes using the note-taking software that I have. Yes, but... I don't think you're normal. Sorry, Dave. Well, I think that having some form of electronic note-taking is very different than having an, a laptop that has yes. access to the Internet. So, I, I, you know, just putting that out there. One possibility is, though, that although Internet use is related to poor academic performance, it is a symptom rather than a cause. Yep. Indeed, in other studies, Facebook and the internet uses increased when people were bored with an ongoing task, and students reported that they texted in class as a result of boredom. Yep. Gotta keep people engaged, yo. Yep. So, might not be the cause, but there's definitely, there's there's correlation there. Yep. So, yeah. God, some of the classes I took in college, oh my god. <sighs> so, Hyperloop did their first full-scale test. Okay. Wait, full scale? Sorry, no. A full system test. Sorry. Okay. I'm <laughs> like, what? No, they didn't do a full scale test. No, they did a the full, full system, system test. test. Uh, the test a year ago sent the sled down a track for a grand total of two seconds. This time it uh, traveled the first portion of a track in a vacuum, and it reached mm-hmm. 70 miles per hour. Ooh, impressive. Yes. Not anywhere near the, you know estimated 250 miles per hour that they want right but you know this is just phase one is what they said and they still are expecting to have three routes in the u.s by 2021 four years from now yes they expect to have it in four years even though they don't have a a full-scale workup yet nope where are these i mean we, we talked about it before but where are these routes across the u.s well, they want to have three. They announced, what, the, the nine of them? So there was some in the Midwest. There's some. They go from Cheyenne, Wyoming to Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. There's just, they, they put out their idea. I just don't know. By 2021, really? I think they'll, they'll have started construction. Maybe almost. I don't know. I mean, four years is still a long time. Yeah, that's possible. Is- yeah, no, I'll give it to them. I'll say that's possible. Granted, how much money are they going to spend to put this whole new infrastructure in, you know, when we can't even get roads right here right now? Well, but that's the whole idea of this, of it being a private group as opposed to the government. Now, that also concerns me, right? The idea of of totally privatized transportation, but then the airlines are. Yeah, I don't know. I, d- um, I just I just don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, Audi level three. Oh, that kind of level three. Yes. Oh. The Audi A8 is going to be level three autonomous. Okay. Only hang up on, to. Hang on. Hang on. We, we need a autonomous vehicles levels. What were the. Because there were like five levels, right? Yes. So just as a quick recap, technically there's six levels because there's level zero, which is no autonomy. Level one, driver assisted. Uh, Yeah. So basically level one is is driving, but certain things can be handled by the car. Like cruise control. Right. Cruise control, lane assist, things like that. Um, Level two is the autonomous cruise control level, right? Where it, it watches how far you are from the thing in front of you. And it keeps you in the lane. Yes. Level three, drivers are safety critical. So level three is that the 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 car can do the basic driving. It can turn, it can get places, but like if someone jumps into the road, the car isn't going to necessarily be able to swerve out of the way. No. Level four is the completely autonomous. Level five is like beyond that where there isn't even a steering wheel. Yeah, level four is kind of like, you know, you know, autonomous for your normal driving. But, you know, if you take it off road or something, it's not going to be able to handle it. And then level five is, you know, any situation you throw at it, it can handle. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yes, I know I'm looking at the same exact article. Okay, just want to check. Yeah. Yeah. So Audi is making a level three autonomous car. Four up to what was the speed? Um, what was the speed? I think it's like at a maximum speed of like thirty-seven miles per hour or something like yeah. that. So they're calling it Traffic Jam Pilot. 
So it will be level three autonomous uh, at speeds up to 37 miles per hour in stop and go motorway congestion. So they're not like worried about oncoming traffic because, you know, there is no oncoming traffic on the highway. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 That's really cool. That's a lot of sensors. Oh, my God. Yep. That's a lot of wiring. And starting at? Well, they don't actually know um, to be if the traffic jam pilot is going to be standard or not. Okay. Because the, uh, the Audi A8 is expensive on its own. It is 90,000 euros yep. for the base model. Let's God damn. 90,000 euros is about $103,000. Mm-hmm. Really? So, yeah. We're that close? I guess so. Huh. I wonder which one's up and which one's down. I don't know. God damn. That's a pretty car. Mm-hmm. That is a very pretty car. Okay. Well, that's just crazy, though. Oh, man. That would be nice, though, if I was stuck in, you know, construction, where I could just say, all right, you know, take over I mean, until we're out of construction. That's that's the entire drive from, like, Belvedere to Gary. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anytime around Chicago, there's construction. It's either, like, north of Chicago or, you know, east of Chicago. There's somewhere... But- But level three isn't designed for construction, right? That's a level four. Yes, but if you're in in a stop-and-go traffic because of construction... Maybe. You know, yes, it probably won't do all the lane merging and all that for you, but... Right, so you still have to pay it. I mean, you got to be there. Yeah. It's it's another step, though. This would be be a very big step. Still looking for that level four. Yes. Still Which looking for Ford, I think, has just said that they're just trying to go for level four right off the bat rather than all this other stuff. Yeah. So well, we'll I mean, how. they've already gotten to level two. Yeah. Especially with the parking assist and that sort of thing. Yeah. Just take a complex thing and break it down. Mm-hmm. And even more than that, we have to remember they don't have to be perfect. Nope. They have to be better than humans. Yes. As soon as they're better than human, then we should continue to improve them. But unlike human drivers, we can continue to improve them. <laughs> So, tangentially speaking of cars... Yes. Zynga. The game company. Yes. Has a game called CSR Racing 2. Okay. No surprise, they have premium microtransactions. Because it's a Zynga game. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one of the cars from The Fate of the Furious, the, the newest Fast and Furious movie, showed up as a premium microtransaction. Okay. Do you know how much it was? $20. Nope. It could have been $5. It or could have dollars Or $15. Or $35. What? Yes. Based on what? Well, people uh, people asked the support team about that, realizing that, you know, he was being asked to pay $15 for a vehicle that somebody else that he plays with only had to pay $5 for. And it was the response was, the in-game cost of the latest Fast and Furious cars are determined randomly and will not necessarily be the same for all players. Testing features like this allows the game team to optimize the game and give players like you an even better experience in the future. What? Yes, Zynga was testing out how much they should charge for DLC during the live game. Wait, were they... Were Okay, that makes a little more sense. I want to know one clarification. Yes. Were they testing how much to charge for the DLC, or were they testing a feature where DLC is randomly determined? I do believe... Uh... The CSR racing team was testing a new event, and that testing had to had led to different players being surfaced ver- different versions of the event containing different prices. From time to time, we test different features in the game. This is coming from the Zynga support page. And on this occasion, the price of the cars was set randomly as part of a test. While the tests have been completed and everyone should now have the same experience in CSR2, we want to acknowledge that we heard from many of you that this test created a poor experience. Because that's a surprise. <laughs> Do they think that people don't talk to each other? I don't know. Oh, man, that car was so expensive. I can't believe I had to pay $35. What do you mean $35? I paid five bucks. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) So what's the final price of it? Final price is $15. So anyone who got it for five bucks got lucky. Yes. Players who purchase the Stingray at the higher price of $35 will be receiving a special in-game compensation package. Hey, thanks for 35 bucks. Here's a $20 coupon. For more in-game content. Yeah. Yeah, The uh, my Marvel Puzzle Quest game did this actually as well on a much smaller scale. Because <laughs> they were trying out these new hero bundles. Yeah. Where you had to pay hero coins, which you can earn from in-game, so you don't actually have to spend any money. 
Okay. But the packages were coming in at different uh, sizes. It was still the same price, but the packages were different. So people were like, you know, uninstalling the game and reinstalling it to try and see if they could get the bigger package. Because you should. Yeah. Oh my God, companies, why are you idiots? Who makes these sorts of decisions? Marketing people. Yeah. Um, the Afghani first robotics team, the one that was all girls, will indeed be coming coming to the U.S. and competing. Oh, thanks to special intervention by President Trump, basically saying, "Yeah, we don't want these people in our country unless it's bad publicity." They eventually agreed to allow the team in on parole. Yeah, a, a special parole visa. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're going to ban them unless it looks bad on us. And then we'll let them in. Right. Jeez. Uh, a smart device called the cops. Yep. Now, let's, it sort of called the cops. Uh, it's not like it sensed that something was going on and decided, I'm going to notify the police of this. That would be a slight invasion of privacy. Yes. It would be like, don't say this, Andy. It would be like if Andy were to say, Alexa, call 911. And then his yeah. his echo would call the, the police. Yeah. Um, there was a, a domestic violence dispute, domestic dispute. Uh, and someone, he basically asked, like, did you call the cops? Did you call the sheriffs? And the smart device heard that and then called. Because it thought it heard, call the sheriffs. Right. And, and so the police were called and... That was that. Yeah. The, they, uh, they heard what was going on and like, we should probably send someone to that. Yeah. They sent the SWAT team and SWAT team arrived at the home. And after negotiating for hours, they were able to take the man who was wielding a gun on his girlfriend into custody. Yep. So be careful about smart devices as I've now installed a nest and have an Amazon wand and all of my phones and watches and things. Mm hmm. So technology got somebody in jail and technology also got somebody out of jail because there was a drone used to, well, they say most likely used because they don't know for yeah. certain, but most likely a drone flew over a prison and dropped wire cutters to an inmate. Oops. Who then ch used them to chop his way through a prison fence yeah. and escape. Well, okay then. It's a good way to deliver something by drone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, supposedly that's not the first time that, you know, drones have gone into prison yards and dropped things like cell phones and drugs and cigarettes and such. Do you know the uh, the Air Force is asking permission to shoot down civilian drones? Good. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> like, I'm out there in the middle of a field with my uh, my $150 Parrot drone and all of a sudden it just explodes in the air. Yeah, the director says he and other officials have sought federal help for years to combat the use of drones to drop contraband into prison. We're going to arm prisons with SAM missiles. That or you just put some sort of signal jammer. Yeah, but any any signal jammer, there are ways around. Yeah, if you get a uh, get some sort of tethered line on there. You could get a tethered line, right? You could do a, a tow. You could do... Um, I mean, you can even pierce the signal, right? Like if I put a directional antenna on myself and the drone and I told the drone, I, I programmed the drone, I say, rotate around so that you are always facing this source, right? Yes. And I could say, I, I design a drone with a circular design. I say, no matter where you are, if you lose this source, slowly spin until you detect it again. If you don't detect it within five minutes, ten minutes, then come back. If I had two directional antennas, one for the receiver and one for the sender, would you really be able to jam that? Not really. Because the idea what, is it's shielded from the other direction. So yeah, your, you could as long do as at I'm least, though. away from your source, I, it wouldn't matter. Most of that stuff, though, is all... Well, okay, so yeah, the the drone stuff you couldn't jam, but okay, you just block cell phone signals at least. That will at least deter things from being easy. But again, like that block, the only way to block is to jam. Well, yeah, with cell phone signals, you either, or you just tell them not to, you know, put a cell phone tower near the prison. Right. But, or you just cell phone jam or one of the two, yeah. But that wouldn't help in this case, right? Like, I yeah. guess not putting a tower near the prison, but that's assuming I'm controlling the drone via a cell network. Yeah, which most of them are not. Right. They're radio-based. But, you know, that will at least cut down on the coordination between the inmates and the outside world. Yes, 
there is some legality in there. I know. Like, are you allowed to do that? I don't know. The the whole thing there, especially also with the... Because uh, some prisoners now, like, they're not even allowed phone calls. They have to do, like, Skype sessions, and the cost per hour is something completely ridiculous. Yep. You know what I just realized we don't have on our list? What? Anything about the day of protest. Correct. Did you notice anything? I noticed one thing on Reddit, and that was it. Yep, I did too. So it's not quite the same as the internet blackout from three years ago. Which, you know... I have a feeling, even if it was, I mean, Andy, we could do pie is probably not going to change care. his mind. Does not yeah. care. The thing is, he's not the one we need to change his mind. We need other people to change his mind. We need the other FCC chairmans. Yes, but since there's currently only three people, right? And, on the and FCC, Ajit Pai is, is bought and, and sold. He's done. Yep. But the, the other Republican, is it possible? O'Reilly? Could, uh, yeah. I don't is know. It possible we could convince her? Let's see. FCC commissioners. Michael O'Reilly. Let's see. I thought it was a she. Oh, no. Mignon Clyburn is the Democrat. Democrat. That is the female. Yes. So Michael O'Reilly. And and just in case you're wondering, the other two positions have been set up for uh, Senate confirmation. Yeah. The female is... um, Jenna Kowski, I think, who used to be one of the former FCC chairmen. So I think she back. left, though, at the end of her term because, you know, Congress, after Trump had won the election, decided not to really, you know, renew anybody's appointments. Okay. So she kind of got kicked out, but now they're bringing her back. And then the newest Republican position is a former assistant for Ajit Pai. No, that's not going to be good. <laughs> no. So you're going to have Ajit Pai and basically Pai Jr., and Michael O'Reilly. Those are your, going to be your three Republican commissioners. So yeah, no, you'd have to go after O'Reilly would be your best bet. But I think he was on during the last net neutrality vote. Uh, let's see. Was he there as for the last vote? Yep. He, during his term as FCC commissioner, voted against the proposal to reclassify internet service providers as Title II. Mm. Back in 2015. Mm. So, he voted against it last time. I have a feeling he's going to vote it against it this time. So, yeah, no, there was supposed to be this big day of action. None of the big players really did anything. There were a lot of links to various things. Yeah, but, ooh, I put a link on the page. Ooh. I mean, there were a lot of, of posts to the the FCC site that day. Yeah, but it it was not what I thought it was going to be. No. So, yeah. Right. Uh, we should probably hit the randoms because we're at that point now. Unless there's, I don't think there's really anything else left on this list that you want to talk about. Uh, I think we're good. We got a lot in there. Yep. All right. Random review, sir. Random Your review. In my review, I'm going down my Steam list again. And the next one I had was Alex Hunter, Lord of the Mind. Okay. Turns out... I thought it was an adventure-type game. It's a hidden object (laughs) game. It's click on the hidden object? Yes, but there are also other puzzles, but they're the classic, you know, adventure game puzzles of, I've got a shovel handle here. I need to find the shovel spade and put them together so I can dig up the box. Oh, that box has got a string on there, so I have to find something to cut that string. Let me go to this hidden room and open up this, you know, thing here. Oh, that hidden thing's got a knife in there. Okay, I'll use that knife to open up the package that I unburied from the shovel handle. and the sho- So, you know, it's a lot of that type of thing where you have to go from one area to the next to the next to finally find the thing that actually, you know, does something back in the first area. So you have to, you know, use the objects in your inventory to solve puzzles. So that's the puzzle aspect of it. And then some of those puzzles, you know, in order to find the shovel handle, you had to find a hidden object game where you had to find like the 12 objects. It was, uh, it was, it was something. (laughs) It was a bit ridiculous though, because there was literally a button in the corner that would, had a timer that would reload. And that timer would either tell you where you needed to go, or if you were in the middle of a puzzle or a hidden object game, basically solve it for you. So it was like, okay, what? well, you know, yeah, no, what? there was a button. <laughs> yeah, it was a button that was literally button? an in-game button that was an I win button for the thing. Right, the win game button. Yes. Be like, I can't figure this out. Go figure it out for me, game. Well, a lot of the puzzles were kind of, 
kind of similar. Like there was one where it was a spinning dial and all the numbers, it had a bunch of Roman numerals on it and there were three different dials. And you're like, okay, you had to line them up there so uh, horizontally on this dial, all the Roman numerals were different. Mm-hmm. Which I figured it out, but that was because these dials spun around. So when it was right side up, the Roman numerals said 11. But when you turned it around, it looked like it said 9. But it was actually still 11. So at that point, it's like, look, I solved your puzzle. Just, you know, it's, you're too dumb to, you know, code it correctly. So I just hit the I win button. I'm like, screw this. But it was a lot of those puzzles that were just very brute force was, okay, find the one situation where this puzzle shows, you know, eight different things. None of them can be duplicates. Once you do that, then, you know, it's like, okay, it's this sort of puzzle again. Great. So you have to figure out all the possible combinations and you have to kind of, you know, there's no way around the puzzle other than brute forcing it. Right. Which is super annoying, especially if there's a button there in the corner that says, oh, if you want to pass this, just click this button. That's the I'm just imagining like there's different endings for the number of times you click the button. Nope. No. Nope. There are achievements in the game, but the achievements don't connect to anything. They are like 100 percent in game. They aren't even steam. Nope. Wow. Yes. So it sounds like a pretty crappy game. Yeah. And the the fun fact was I have the platinum edition or whatever and it's got like a bonus like level in there which was actually pretty long for being just a bonus level it was it was like a third it was like a a length of like a third of the game so it's like okay you know that's great that'd be great to do but you actually had to find these hidden symbols in the game in order you had to collect x number of them well i picked you know the hardcore mode just because because why not yeah the hardcore code hardcore mode is you had to find all the symbols all of them well i didn't really know that at the time that i had missed one back at the very beginning of the game and i could not go back to that spot so it's like well crap you know also fun fact they had a little book there in the corner that actually showed you all the hidden objects were and they kind of gave you it was literally like a walkthrough book in the game as well what yeah so it said, okay, you know, oh, right, you're at this position, so you need to go here. And they literally numbered it and lettered it for each thing. It's like, okay, go to this screen and do oh A, God. B, C, D, and E. All right, well done. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well. Our game you know. is too hard, so here's the cheat sheet. Yeah, it's literally the cheat sheet and an I win button in the game on its own. So yeah, at, at some point it was like something going like, okay, well, where is this game going? And it's, you know, it's trying to find the disappearance of some professor or something like that. And you, the story was completely ridiculous. And ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I, oh. Yep, 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 yep. So don't play. No, especially that's since. That's what I'm the, taking away uh, from this. The game is $7. Holy crap. Does it I, even come with cards at the least? Yes, yes. You at least have trading cards. Okay. I'm yeah, really no, tempted, was, by the way, now that you're, you're making your way through. You're like halfway through the A's, right? Um. Well, let's see what I... Let me look at my library. Uh. Let's see. I've got Alien Breed Impact coming up next, and then I actually got to go backwards and go back to Alan Wake because I actually just got that game. Yep. And then Amnesia, which I think we actually talked about. I'll have to look. Uh, ampersand, Anti-Chamber, which I think we also talked about. Mm-hmm. So I'm tempted to get you like more games in the early A's just to make you keep going back. <laughs> But then I also want you to get farther down. Well, I'm looking at... It's funny. It's like I'm looking at my list right now. I've added a second category in my games library that's literally just nope. <laughs> games that you have that you're just never going to play? Yes. What's what's the, in your nope list? Well, the, the Seventh Guest, the Eleventh Hour, the Twelve Labors of Hercules, Absconding yep. Zatoir. But these are games that you've played. Yes. These are games that I've played that I'm not going to play again, so I've put them in the nope category. Okay. I should probably add some of mine to that. For instance, I have the 12 Labors of Hercules. I now know that I just never need to do that. Ever. Yep. That way you can go through your games list and be like, yeah, nope, I'm not going to play that one ever again. It's in my games library, mm-hmm. but I don't need it. Yep. Yeah, there's a there's a yup category, but I, I want to, you know, work my way down the list first. <laughs> And then I'll put things in the yuck category. Like Anti-Chamber, that was an interesting game. Oh man, I love playing that game. It's just such a mindfuck. Yes. Yes, it is. 
one of those games where it's like, I want you to walk me through the code of how you designed this thing, because just that alone would just be crazy. I want to see the sketches that they made for the level design, because you know yes. they sketched it out. Yes. All right, random topic. Random topic, rolled ahead of time. What chore do you enjoy? Power washing the deck in the house. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like that, I'm I'm tempted to just go out and get the power washer again. Like I know that there's parts of the house that still need it. Power washing the deck in the house was just—it's so fun. Oh man, it's so fun. It's great to do on like one of those hot summer days. You end up standing in this mist, and it's just so nice. And you, Andy? <sighs> what chore do I enjoy? If you enjoy it, it's not a chore. Well, yeah, but I'm just, like, thinking down that, like, typical chore list. Doing the dishes, doing the laundry. Laundry's not bad. I have no problem doing the laundry. It's it's not a question of what's not bad. There's a big difference between it's not bad and I like doing it. Um, I like using our new mower. That's nice. It's fun. Um, the manual edger is fun to use. Um... I think it's going to be the landscaping. Okay. Doing, yeah, doing work outside, the garden. Yeah, lawn. mostly doing the work outside. That's It's nice. All right. Well, that's so. that. There you have it, folks. If you ever need exteriors, look up Andy and Dave <laughs> for <laughs> Dave power washing the- and landscaping. <laughs> the random access landscaping. <laughs> oh, my God. We don't know what your outside's going to look like. It'll look like something. <laughs> it's going to look like something. We'll work a little bit over here, and then we'll work a little bit over here, and then we'll work a little bit over here. (laughs) And with that, thank you, everyone. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast.com. Or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>